My racing career isn't just about me. It's about the team, the fans, the sponsors, the families, the tracks, the whole sport. Join us over the next five months on the Junior Nation Appreciation Tour, where we show appreciation to where it's owed. This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. a good song thanks to hopeless records for providing today's theme song i should leave right now by the dangerous summer i'm dale jr and we're back again for a another episode of the download this is the 31st episode oh is that Does special seem, i don't know it just seems 31 seems like we haven't done that many have it? no but then yeah. the number is just yeah that's a lot but hey time yeah. flies when you're having fun <laughs> they <laughs> yeah, say I suppose, yeah um so we had Darlington this weekend, ended up 22nd, and uh, I think it's two weeks in a row, two races in a row. Then we finished 22nd. We were 23rd at Bristol. At Bristol. Oh, really? But we started 22nd and finished 22nd sure. Darlington. Yeah. We had uh, we had some issues at the end of the race. I think we ran around 12th all night. Uh, could have finished somewhere between 9th and 15th. Uh, on any given run, the car was kind of, you know, the car had some good runs and then had some not so good runs. Made a lot of changes. But overall, uh, you know, we were about as competitive as our teammates were, and um, I thought we actually had uh, improved performance-wise over how we've ran the last several weeks. Um, at the end of the race, we had some problems. We had a right rear tire going flat real slow, and uh, finally it got too low, so I had to come in pit with about 30 laps to go. And when we pitted, we changed tires. The right rear didn't get all the lugs on. So had a lot had a lot of loose wheels, uh, loose lug nuts on that uh, right rear coming to the finish of the race, and the car shook really really bad. I didn't know why it was doing that because I didn't think we had any loose wheels. I just thought we had a failure or some kind of suspension part failing, but uh, we had to kind of cruise home to twenty second place finish. But definitely disappointing because we think we should have finished about ten spots better than that. Um. Denny Hamlin sweeps the weekend. That's pretty impressive, to be honest with you, because Darlington's a real hard racetrack to uh, to run on. And, you know, I think Denny, that might have been a statement win for Denny Hamlin as a driver. Well, yeah, because neither day, he, he wasn't the car to beat either yeah. day. And he, uh, you know, he, I, think a lot, I think a lot of Denny's talent as a driver. And... Um, I think that that was a statement win for him. That Darlington is one of those tracks where the driver, the driver plays a huge role in how the car performs, and so when a guy wins there, um, he's done a lot of work. He's earned it, and so to sweep the weekend is really impressive. Uh, it was throwback weekend. You've seen a lot of throwback paint schemes. What was your favorite one, Tyler? We're going to talk about who we thought had great stuff going on out there. My favorite car. Which I don't maybe disagree. I liked Brad's Miller Genuine Draft car. Yeah, because it looked like, almost like it had been plucked right out. 
Looks like the real thing. Yeah. Huh. I um I also like Brad's car. Um I think that they did a real good job representing the history. I wasn't never really a fan of that car back then as far as just the scheme itself. Because him and your dad were big rivals? Or? Not really. I, I I can appreciate a good scheme no matter what. Okay. I just didn't like the design. Oh, cool. Then. And, uh, but I think they did a great job representing. I liked uh, Matt's car, but then Benedetto. Oh, the, the Benedetto. The Benedetto. The Miller High Life throwback. Yes. I thought that was pretty cool. And, yeah, I mean, that was a lot of, I like, you know, Larson's was really cool. Yeah, but I wish he would have had the neon pink. Yeah. Like, they kept throwing the comparison. Yeah. And I was like, man, that car would be so cool really if they would have had that. I agree. Um, that's one of the disappointing things. Here's some things I don't like about throwback weekend. I don't like a throwback that isn't a NASCAR throwback. And I don't think that Logano... I don't know whether Logano picks his throwbacks or not, but so far, like the last two years, he's done throwbacks of Indy cars and sports cars. I was wondering what his throwback was. It to an Indy car this year? I think year? it was an Indy car because he had this hat on with an Indy car nose on the front and an Indy car wing on the back of the hat. Okay. The other thing too about Brad, he had on the rusty wig. I thought that took a lot of balls to wear that at drivers' intros. Yeah, I dressed as Napoleon Dynamite one year for Halloween. Very similar to Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, and it was uh, itchy to wear. What about like? Besides the cars, some people went all out on their what they wore. Of course, we talked about that, yeah. But who who did you? I, uh, you know, everybody had different ones. Different. I thought the thirteen team. The um, I agree. Yeah, they did the Smoky Eunuch throwback. Yep. I like that car. I thought that was another good throwback because um, it looked really similar. Yeah. You know, as far as the scheme, and then they had the old uniforms. Sunday, they were all wearing like the. The onesies. Yeah. So I don't like the throwbacks that aren't NASCAR throwbacks. I don't like the throwbacks that don't use proper paint colors. Like you. Like ours? What, ours had the right paint color? No, that was not the right It was blue. close enough. It wasn't close enough for me. I close was, enough for me. I was disappointed all weekend. You were talking about, oh, were you? Yeah. You were talking about the 42 car. Yep. Matt Kenseth's throwback. Did you know what it was a throwback to? No. See, because it's not the right colors. His throwback was a throwback to his Bush car that he won his first race in at Rockingham. I thought it had like purple on it, right? No, yeah, it's completely oh, different colors. Okay, and that, you know, I don't like throwbacks that don't represent the throwback. So yeah, it's basically a throwback to like the base you paint job. Never known, yeah, you'd have never known it was I, that car. I asked somebody over the weekend what it was supposed to be. I mean, it fit Circle K's colors, but it okay. I I would have never known that's what it was. Yeah, I thought like it was caterpillar. On the thirty-one, they let them. They let them do blue and yellow, and you know, and Th- that's another issue I had over the weekend is that the three and thirty-one, were, yeah, and they ran right together, they ran together yeah. all night. Well, it's easy I, to find them. I, I would hate to be the spotter though. I know, but well, all in all, I thought it was cool, and I also all in all, great throwback weekend. Thumbs I, yeah, up. I enjoy it. Um, I I love Darlington, but like their infield. I wish that we could do something about their infield. What did you it's, want to do about their infield? It's very congested. Yeah. And they're like... It's only congested in one particular area. It's like one-lane roads everywhere. Yeah. So it gets all jammed up. Need some upgrading. Yeah, but I mean, they pack they pack that thing. So, I mean, what else are you going to do? Upgrade the roads. Yeah, maybe widen them yeah. a little bit. Yes. It's a little nerve-wracking driving through there. All right, you there. hear that, Darlington? Upgrade the interior for Tyler. Not for me, for yeah. everyone. Oh. 
All right. It's a great racetrack, though. Yeah. And that, I would. I, it's a throwback. Right. I, yes. The interior's a throwback. Yeah. Yes. And the traffic pattern on the way out was a throwback, yes. too. And the, the cell service. Is a throwback. Was a throwback. Everything to, about it. Yeah. But it, it's an awesome race. I don't. I don't know that there's a better race. It may be a Martinsville race, but just the way that track races and you guys are always fighting the cars yeah. and up on the wheel, Yep, it's fun to watch. I agree, man. I had fun out there in the car. Uh, it was, it had some good runs, and we had an awesome little quirky line in turn one and two that I was having a lot of fun trying to figure out. Um, so... Uh, Earlier in the uh, weekend, I guess, on during Xfinity race, Ty Dillon spun out. Yes. NASCAR gave him a free extra set of tires. He proceeded to drive back to finish second in the stage. Several other guys spun out, did not get tires. That was an interesting set of circumstances and how that played out. Um, I don't know that NASCAR – did NASCAR ever really kind of have an explanation for why one guy gets a set of tires and everybody else spun out the rest of the day didn't get a set of tires? No, I think – you or somebody else tweeted that Newman asked in the Sunday meeting about it, but did they offer an explanation no, then? No, no, no. Because no. they didn't offer one during the race. No. I saw that Mark Martin was tweeting about it. A few other people, a lot of media guys picked up on it. Nothing against Ty Dillon. I mean, if somebody's going to hand me a free set of tires, I'm taking it. Right. I mean, that could be driver X. Yeah. It so could that, be our guy. Yeah. It could be anybody. But NASCAR, I think NASCAR goofed up right there. Yeah. I mean, that was like, whoa, whoa. That's, you know, who's. Yeah. So if you're. Get a set of tires. What? Sadler was the one sitting right there when he spun out. And then at the end of the stage, he goes hauling ass by Sadler. Yeah. So it's like, wait. just They just gave a guy a break. Yeah. Spinning out. Yeah. Darlington, it was probably, what, seven, eight laps. Yeah. That's a big deal in Darlington. Had he hit anything, you think he'd have got a set of tires? Probably not. Probably not. Right. Yeah. Because they would have been like, you're screwed anyways. Why did they give him? Yeah. Why in the hell did he get a set of tires? It's weird. We should have brought somebody from NASCAR on oh, to explain so this weird. situation to Ugh. us. That crawled right under my skin. Right. I mean, if they would have gave it to Ray Black or the yeah. 24, whoever else spun. A lot of other spun, guys spun out. Yeah. Then you be consistent. Yeah. That's I. They missed an opportunity there. but I mean, We announced something earlier today um, that I'm uh, pretty excited about. And there's been a lot of uh, charitable work done over the last week or so to help the uh, – Victims of uh, Hurricane Harvey. Yep. And we have another hurricane coming on in toward barreling toward uh, Florida. Um, what's the name of that? Irma? Irma. Yeah. Uh, this one looks... Category 5. Yeah, this one looks today, like yeah. it could be um, pretty devastating as well. Um, so we started a, uh, a relief fund for the victims of the hurricanes... Um, and we knowing that we are going to tr we're going to try to help the folks that uh, that are struggling in Houston, but um, this can also go toward uh, whatever Irma yeah. uh, brings a brings ashore. Uh, the drivers are donating two hundred thousand uh, dollars. My boss uh, Rick Hendricks gonna is donating some money as well. Our goal is to raise uh, five hundred thousand by September twentieth, which I think we can do. Um, you've Everybody's heard about all the great things that have been going on across the country. J.J. Uh, Watt. He's up to like $17 yep. million or something. Incredible stuff. I think yeah. that's really inspiring. It's great. It the is. The response just from everybody to help those people. Absolutely. Because the pictures and videos that you see are just really, and I think really we're, sad. In, we're in store for more devastation. So this isn't, uh, you know, the, the 
the efforts to raise money and continue to help people and, and future future victims and, and so forth is uh, ongoing. If you want to help us with this uh, relief fund, go to HendrickRelief.org. Yep. HendrickRelief.org. Um, football is back. Yes, sir. So we got fantasy football going on. You're in a couple. You're in a couple leagues, right? I'm in, in one with five me. leagues. Five, which I'm, is yeah, that's a lot for you. Crazy. I'm in four. Uh, me and you had a draft Monday on Labor Day. Yep. How'd you think you did? I like my team. Uh, I like my team, but I ended up with Eli Manning as the quarterback, so I'm not so crazy about that. Yeah. But my wide receivers will be okay. Well, you uh, gotta you gotta sacrifice one area, I think. So I guess I yeah. I'm in a, a sle- uh, it says here. I'm in a celebrity league with Matthew Barry. Ke- yep. Kevin Durant's in this league. Remember last year whenever you talked crap to Kevin Durant yep. and then he ended up being the finals MVP? Yep. Um, Chelsea Handler was in it last year. Yep. Michael J. Fox has been in it in the past. They're not in it Dar- anymore? No, Darius Rucker's in the league. Um, trying to think. Was it Anna Ferris? Anna Ferris is in the league. Uh, it's got some celebrities in it, so it's aptly named. The Celebrity League. Who won it last year? I can't remember. It wasn't you. No. Mm. So here's who's in the fantasy uh, league. Kevin Durant, uh, Matthew Barry, Evan Longoria, Philip Lord, and Christopher Miller share a team. James Parsons, you know, from Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Uh, Field Yates. He's not a celebrity. He's just on ESPN. <laughs> Isaac Baron Holtz, Stephanie Bell, Zach Efron. Um, Anna Ferris, Darius Rucker, Miles Teller, who I believe won the championship last year, I believe. Joe Rus- Russo and Rachel Lindsay. Uh, yeah, it's a good league. I did uh, I did okay last year. Um, there's a lot of shit talking in that league. Yeah, amongst them celebrities. And I get in on that every once in a while, but Anna Ferris shuts everyone down, boy. She's the best shit talker. Yeah, they're they're very witty. Her and uh, Chelsea last year, boy, you didn't mess with them. Yeah, I wouldn't mess with Chelsea. Sure, Hamer. you didn't. We met her. She she was pretty tough. She yeah. seemed like she would cut you down <laughs> pretty sure. quick. It's hilarious because you yeah you get a you get a lesson in shit talking pretty quick. Um, yeah, we're you think we'll go to any games this year? Um, uh, I think you got invited to a couple. I, yeah, and I told you, you you asked me if I'd go see a game at uh, Dallas Stadium, Cowboy Stadium. No, I said the or Panthers. The, or the Panthers. You asked I, me both. Yeah. And um, I would, I'm a kind of fan that won't go to the opponent's stadium, even you to watch go, my team play. Oh, in really? A game. Yeah, I don't want to go. To, I went a couple years ago. The Panthers played the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. Yeah. And Panthers destroyed them. You went in Texas. Yeah. Do you wear your oh, yeah. Panthers uniform? Hell yeah. You see a lot of Panthers fans in there? Um, it was more than normal, but yeah. it was whenever they were undefeated. So they were about 10 and 0 at the time. Yeah. But there's some uh, feisty Cowboys fans yeah. that looks like they might want to fight. But yeah. the Panthers, they got a pick six on like the third play. So the Cowboys fans shut up pretty quick. Right. But if you're losing, I also went to. Uh, the Panthers were fourteen and zero, yeah, and they played in Atlanta. And I went to that game when they lost, and that was rough. Right. So, it's it's a risk you take, but yeah. it's it's you hear, awkward. You hear it all the way out of the stadium. I did go see the Redskins play at, uh, in Green Bay, but I went because of how historic the the football field Lambeau is, 
And I went with Matt Kenseth. I got all kinds of crap because the Redskins lost. So I think that ta- that that tarnished me, and I don't want to go to any more games that are not home games. And I think we're both kind of similar, and we're not very confrontational. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to you don't want to like yeah. cheer too hard. I'm, I'm completely and, non-confrontational, and you don't want somebody to get pissed off. Yeah, because you're the wrong guy, and they'll you'll wind up on um, TMZ or something. Speaking of Redskins, we got invited to their welcome home luncheon last week. This is a big giant ballroom full of people, fans, um, officials, within, former players, yeah, current former players. players, current players, officials within the um, the DC area. And uh, this was a bunch of fun for me because I'm in a room with like-minded individuals, people that also are Redskins fans. They actually had me up on stage as a as a guest to do a Q&A right at the end of the e- event. So I'm sitting up there talking in front of my favorite football team. Everybody, just probably about 90% or 95% of the team is there listening to me talk. It was so freaking awesome. And they weren't, yeah, and they were, like, clapping and laughing at your jokes. and I was on cloud nine, man. I'm telling you, that was an awesome day. We also got to announce that our foundation is teaming up with the Redskins to redesign a library for a school in the D.C. area, and it'll be uh, in an underserved community. We... At uh, the Dale Jr. Foundation, our mission is to help the youth of our our, na- our country, and uh, that may be with hunger education, wherever they, you know, wherever we can make an impact. Uh, we like to go into our own communities. We also like to be in communities that need help. This is right in line with that. We're going to redesign this library. This school not only will not, you know, this school will not only get the library redesigned. We'll be buying books. Uh, we'll be we'll be fully it's like extreme home makeover yeah but, but we're for this yeah library, so it's not just like we're gonna paint the walls and make it look cool right i think we're also going to make it more interactive and up the opportunity for education for these kids and and allow them to uh they're just going to have better uh resources within this library so it's gonna be a lot of fun i can't wait to uh i, I love the, i mean i never thought in my in my life that i would be doing a charitable initiative with Washington Redskins. Right, like how crazy is that when it you is go crazy. back to when you're a little kid yeah. and your mom just got you that Redskins jersey yep. and now you're on stage talking in front to the of team, their whole <laughs> talking, in, talking in front of the owner of the team, all of them sitting there listening That's to insane. what I'm saying and I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I could not believe it. That's pretty I cool. I still can't believe it happened. Uh, it was cool, but it, it's awkward. I know it was hard for you because being a Panthers fan in there. Yeah, you had to wear the Redskins lanyard around your neck. I yeah, know you so, probably felt like your skin might have got burnt or something. No, but you tweeted it, and people were like ha ha ha. And TJ Majors, oh is, yeah, is like oh, I gotta yeah. take advantage of that. Typical Panthers fan, like yep. oh your bandwagon. But I was sitting two seats over from Dan Snyder, who owns the Redskins. I'm not gonna be a, a smartass. Yeah, don't be a smartass. It's like that's a not unique like opportunity. You. Speaking of smartass, speaking of Tyler, the smartass. Let's talk about something that happened this weekend. So at the end of the race, they made me park my car at pit stall five. So we had to walk right by Victory Circle, which was crowded, a lot of race fans. I had we had the Kenny's there with the golf cart to take us to the bus. Yeah. And we're trying. I got. I, we get on the golf cart, and there's an EMT cart facing us, and he needs to pull forward maybe five inches so we can get through. So I'm just sitting there waiting. 
Tyler jumps off the golf cart and screams obscenities at the... I did not scream obscenities. You screamed at the EMT to move. Like, get out of the way! Yes. Move it! Yes. You and know why I did that, though? I'll let you finish You screamed part. at a first responder, and I said, guys, if y'all want to get off that car and whoop his butt, be my guest. And they laughed, and I said, if y'all can just move forward a few inches, we'll get out of your way. We pull on out, and I'm like, Tyler, you cannot yell at an EMT. They're first responders. You don't treat them that way. And what was your response? I said, I don't work for the EMTs. There you go. I'm See? Okay, I'm, explain yourself. Well, the last part, I'm thinking about you and what is going to make your life easier because I know that you have to drive on the golf cart outside the track yep. to the helipad through everybody who's trying to leave – and I'm already concerned about that because I'm like, man, that's going to be a I rough trip I just can't believe trip, you trip screamed outside. at an EMT. The I reason never crossed my mind under any circumstances whatsoever to have a platform to yell at a first responder. I was <laughs> a platform. No, I mean, where in any other place? The, no, the reason I yelled was because we were trying to get through there, and I look up, and the guy driving the golf cart is taking pictures. Well, it's we're right. It's. We're right there, Victor Lane. Maybe he's taking pictures of something else. Even no, he's taking a picture of you. And I was like, man, we're just we're trying to get out of here. So I was like, hey, man, we need to move because it's a loud situation. Ah. And especially like whenever you've been listening to cars zing by, zing by, yeah. you don't realize how loud you're yelling. Okay. So, although I don't. And we were telling this story to Mike Davis earlier, and you, I said, I'm going to tell you guys that I like I call it the Tyler episode. There's a week. There's an episode. There's a five minute thing that happens every week where I'm like every week well it's just something memorable that you do <laughs> and this was it for me this weekend well I was going to tell them the story but you said you thought it was I was going to tell another story now what other story was I going to tell okay so you come what out else? of the bus on Sunday yeah and you're doing an interview oh the <laughs> hole in the pants <laughs> yeah and so you're doing an interview and your shirt is like up above like where your belt line is and you've got a hole like the size of a quarter right on your so back far, all this is true on the back of your pocket right and i'm like well damn i hope I, I hope he at least pulls his shirt down over it or i don't know if he knows about this and so i was like hey man you got a hole on the back of your pants and you just acted like it was no big deal which Okay, people have holes in their jeans <laughs> all the time. Yeah. But on the front or on the knees or something like that. Yeah. I would not walk around with a hole on my ass. It was on the top corner of the pocket. I have when I was trying to pull I, that hole's been in those pair of pants for a long time. I ripped them accidentally. Um but you were like your underwear's showing. Yeah. I'm like big deal. What do you hope to be showing? My skin? No, I would hope that you would just would not be wearing a pair of jeans with holes in them. I don't care if my hair, my pair of jeans has a hole in it. It's okay with me. Okay. I'm really chill like that. Okay. And Holes on the front. Yeah, this Fine. lady walks up, and I said, don't let Tyler see those holes in your pants. He's not really a fan. Hers <laughs> <laughs> are on the front. Well. Folks, let us know. Although I know what you're gonna, they're going to say. <laughs> I know exactly how they're going to react. Well, they're going to be, oh, yeah, holes everywhere. Yeah. I appreciate you pointing it out. It's almost like, hey, you got a booger hanging out of your nose. Exactly. Kind of thing. So I appreciate that. I didn't want you to not know. I know. You're right. I hate that. Don't you hate that when you have booger in your nose and people don't say something? I do. That really 
When we were on the Can way I... down there and we rode with Kelly and LW, Kelly texted me and was like, hey, man, you got something in your notes. <laughs> that's, like, awesome. that's, Thank a, you, Kelly. that's a good person. That is. I do not like people that don't tell yeah, you. Exactly. And there's some people that I consider very close friends that have not shared that information Whenever with me. I first started that makes working me, with That makes me question that, that, that friendship. Whenever I first started working with you in this role, I remember we were at a Kelly Blue Book appearance and you had one, and I didn't tell you until after you had met the guy. And then af- ever since then, I'd be like, if there's one, I'll be like, oh, geez, you got to, yeah, you got to tell him because you don't, yeah, you're like unsuspecting, and then you're just Dude, happy go lucky, and then you, you look you, like a moron, yeah, and you run back the whole day, like who all has seen this booger hanging out of my nose, right? And you're embarrassed, but hey, feel like an idiot. Well, we sorted that out. All right, let's move on to the Ask Junior questions. I'm going to ask these questions. You're going to ask them. First one, at Hippie Chick 0881 asks, what is your favorite Tom Hanks movie? Castaway, probably. Really? Not yeah. Forrest Gump? Forrest Gump's great, but I've seen it so much. Castaway, to me, I connect with Castaway because I've, at times, when I'm out, it's, I don't know, there's something about that movie that I, I, I can relate to his feelings of I don't know the emotions that he's going through in the movie yeah even when he comes back home yeah um, I can relate to all that you know Forrest Gump's a bit out of my wheelhouse I mean I, I don't know that I can relate to Forrest Gump even though it's a great movie yeah They're very funny you know the one I just thought of that I liked Catch Me If You Can the one... Catch Me If You Can is great yeah I yes. watch that every time it's on yeah. Direct TV. I think I love Tom Hanks, man. I mean, he's just kind of like America's dad. Yeah. I think he should run for president, though. Yeah. Did you know his son is acting now? Yeah, his son's been acting a long time. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know he was that old. Yeah. At J.W. Roberts, one asked, what is your post-race routine before getting on the plane to head home? First, we yell at the EMTs. First, we yell at the EMT. And then, well, Tyler yells at him, then I laugh, and I, I smooth things over. And then... So that we don't get any nasty letters. Yeah. Oh, we'll get one this week. Um, Well, we basically get out of the car. I like to talk to the team. I like to shake all the guys' hands before I leave pit road and thank them for their work and their efforts. And then we go to the – we do some media if that needs to be done. We'll go to the bus. I change clothes. Most often times I take a shower. Um, And then we'll get on a mule – or a buggy that'll take us to our rental car outside the track that you or TJ have staged somewhere for yep. us to uh, get out of the racetrack, and we hit, we drive to the airport, get on the plane, head home. That's pretty much it. Uh, usually we have dinner on the plane. Uh, it's Jesus, something, something like a salad, nothing elaborate. Yeah, it's usually yeah salad, yeah. pasta, something like that. And um, it's really unexciting food, but. Uh, yeah, we fly home. We land. We fly in and out of Statesville Airport, which I've done ever since my dad was racing, and uh, we have a hangar there. So uh, me and me and Mark Trex Jr. share a hangar together. Um, so we'll and then we drive home. Twenty minute drive to the house. It's That's all. It. It's it's all very not exciting. It's very routine. Yeah. Yep. At Mike Belcher eighty five asked, "How did you like wearing the cool shirt under your fire suit at Darlington?" You know, I forgot I had it on throughout the race. 
under caution you can tell and it reminds you because it's cool but at, when you're running actually driving a car you forget about it um greg asked me this week if i wanted to run it anymore and i said i could care less and he said i think we should because you sounded great and you look great after the race so i'm going to uh, run it and continue to use it i think uh yeah i mean if it's uh it's really not that elaborate and it's not really thick it does take up a little bit more room in the uniform but it's if it doesn't work or fails to work it's really not going to be that big of a deal so and for people if people want to know what it looks just like a shirt well no it's has the no one sleeves you tweeted a picture the martinsville tickets the other yeah. day and people were like whoa what kind of shirt is that that's the shirt that was the shirt yeah, yeah. and it's a gel like a antifreeze type of gel that pumps through this thing it's a very small little it's a very small little machine that runs it, and it's only using about 10 amps power. Okay. It's very good. At Janet, Janet McKinnon asks, are you still building a rat rod like you talked about earlier this year? I've changed my mind. I'm not sure I'm going to build a rat rod. Why not? I don't know. I just I think that's not practical for me right now. Growing up and making these decisions. I do like car projects, and I'm going to do something, but I think it may be... Um, I've always wanted a Nomad. Yeah. That's a little bit out of my price range or the budget that I'm comfortable with putting into a project like that. So I'm not going to do a Nomad, but I want a wagon. I see. So I'm going to do a wagon, I think, instead of a uh, rat rod. Maybe we'll do a rat rod wagon. I, I just... There you go. You could just combine I, them. I like, I, like, I like being around people, being with people. And a rat rod really is only for one or two people. Right. So I'm thinking I might go in the wagon range to see if I can get something that can haul some folks. At Audrey431 asked, are other teams having issues with the splitter being on the ground like you dealt with at Darlington? Any ideas to fix this issue going forward? I mean, that's not – I mean, it's a typical, like, setup thing. Yeah, I mean, you deal with the splitter every week. We did some things in the race that helped – Helped do that. Helped get it off the ground. So, I mean, it's just something that you deal with weekly. And the splitter needs to be as close to the ground as possible without being on it too hard. Right. And so that's a, something that's something that you're working on all the time. And it's it's never really an issue that you can fix and just put in the, you know, put in the background as, as completely cured. It's going to be reoccurring. At Chris Tedro asked, what do you think of the King out on the track during pace laps and NASCAR having to black flag him to get him off the track? I, starting in 22nd, did not see any of that. You just knew that there was an extra I pace had, lap or two? No. I mean, I didn't, I, I'm not counting the pace laps. Oh. I had no idea any of that happened until we got home. And they were like, oh, the King got black flagged. Yeah. Yeah. Was he not getting off the track? No. Because <laughs> there's only supposed to be three pace laps. Yeah. And then they, I think they went to turn the lights off, and then he's like, nah, I'll stay I'm out staying here. on. <laughs> Just out here chilling. Pretty awesome. At Jam Junior 1966 asked, in your late model days, do you remember hanging out at the car after the races and meeting fans? Could that ever happen now? Yes, of course. I mean, that's basically what we're doing until we get to the bus, running to fans and talking to fans. There, There's guys over in the pits hollering and wanting pictures and stuff when I got out of my car. Right. It's not practical to do like a formal autograph session. It it's it is. I wouldn't say it's not practical. It's doable. It just doesn't happen anymore. You know, there's we they park us all on pit road. 
so we're not in the garage where and the, there's not fan access into those areas the teams it's 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 a bit of a safety issue but yeah i mean where they park us they park us out on the racetrack right um so it's not it's not practical due to logistics and yeah, location like they've got to pull the spacer off the engine there's yeah. a, little, a lot of work that goes on on the cars out there but so. we've signed quite a few autographs after the races as we're sort yeah. of getting out of the racetrack yeah at dad underscore genuity asks, do you have a favorite car in your race car graveyard or a favorite story behind a car that's out there? Yeah, I mean, we're doing this uh, series on DaleJr.com. DaleJr.com. So just go there and check that out and, and check, you know, you'll see some of the content. There's a story about all the cars. We're doing one a week, right? Yep. This week's car was the um, Looney Tunes. Yeah, Gossamer. Yeah, I call car. it the Gossamer car. That might be my favorite because that car stomped ass in that race it ran. It ran Xfinity race at Richmond, and we almost lapped the whole field. Yeah. It was badass. You're running the Xfinity race this week, too. And it was orange, which I love. Did you get to – back then, did they let you design the car or have input on Not those really. designs? No. It just showed up and yeah. it was badass? I never really got – I didn't get to design any of the Bud cars. Yeah, so my design, design car phase started with HMS. Oh. Yeah. That's interesting. At A – C Love eighty eight asks, how do you receive your weekly Bible verse now from Stevie Waltrip since Daryl isn't in the booth for the NBC races, so he's not at the track. Alright, if if Stevie's not there, Daryl does go to the races even though he doesn't do the booth anymore. He does go to races in the second half of the season, so you will see Daryl. He was there this weekend. Yep. Stevie doesn't go to all of Daryl's races, even when Daryl's doing the booth. Right? Right. So if Stevie's not there, she phones it in to the pasture at MRO. He will write it down himself, but he even writes Love Stevie on the note. And uh, when I get it from her, I can tell because I know her handwriting. Uh, when it comes to the pasture, I, I can tell as well because his, his, his handwriting is completely different. And we recently did an interview. You and Amy sat down yeah. with Fox to talk about the Stevie Waltrip Bible verses. So that will be coming up in the next couple of weeks on Fox um, Race Day show. So. Yeah. Check that out. That's all the questions we've got this week. All right. As always, send us questions on Twitter using the hashtag AskJunior. We'll pick the best couple that we get and ask them every week. See ya. If you love Dale Jr., then Exalta Racing is your go-to social media account on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It brings you insider's info all weekend long on the 88 team. It's at Exalta Racing, a must-follow for any Dale Jr. fan. Let's go to uh, looking ahead. Wednesday, we got a Mountain Dew production. Yep. Do a commercial what all, shoot. What is all that about? It's a commercial spot that will run cool. in these final few races. Gotcha. Friday's a busy day. We uh, will be at uh, Richmond on Thursday evening because we have an 8 a.m. Xfinity practice on Friday. Yeah. Uh, cup practices are at 2 and 12. 10 and 12. 10 and 12, sorry. And Xfinity qualifying at 4.15, and then Cup qualifying at 5.45. The Xfinity race starts at 7.30, and that's on the NBC Sports Network. You're driving the Degree Deodorant Chevrolet. That's right. Saturday, we're going to race at 7.30, and that's also on the NBC Sports Network. And that's pretty much it. Um, pretty short weekend. Uh, again, thanks for listening. This was a great show. I thought you did a good job, Tyler. You brought your A game today. Did I bring it? Everybody, um, we're you know everybody in in Texas. We're thinking about you guys. Uh, anybody uh, in the in the path of Irma, 
Um, we're we're praying for you guys as well. This this one looks pretty nasty. So, um, you know, with that said, we're just uh, hoping everybody gets through it okay. Um, it's gonna be something else. So, absolutely. Yeah. Anyways, take it easy, and uh, we'll hear from you guys next week. See ya. Junior Download and all Dirty Mo Radio podcasts are made possible by Exalta. You can subscribe to all eight programs on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and all major podcasting outlets. As always, you can listen to Dirty Mo Radio podcasts on DaleJr.com. Follow us on Twitter at Dale Junior, at Overstreet Tyler, and at Dirty Mo Radio. Also, check out the Dirty Mo Radio Facebook page. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo Radio. 